0: Last week you heard the very real and amazing story of one of America's most prolific and inspirational writers and beloved pastors. His New York Times best-selling books have helped to shape culture, give hope and renew faith in a God that many want to hear from but just don't know how. The Miracle at the Higher Grounds Cafe, his latest great read is no different. If God were available to answer any question at any time over coffee and cappuccino, would you come? Would you please welcome back to Testimony for part two of my exclusive, a great honor indeed, internationally acclaimed author, speaker, and pastor, Max Lucado. Max, welcome back to Testimony.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's really a treat to talk to you.
0: Well, it is a treat for me. I want to get right into your latest great read, The Miracle at the Higher Grounds Cafe. But before we begin, I want our listeners to know up front where they can purchase their own copy at maxlucato.com. Join the conversation wherever books are sold. I also want to let our audience know that more than 120 million Lucado products have been printed in 54 languages, including 92 million books to date, having garnered National bestseller lists such as the New York Times, USA Today, Publishers Weekly, to name a few, as well as guest appearances on The Today Show, Good Morning America, Huckabee, and Fox and Friends. Max, your writings, songs, commentaries, greeting cards, the list goes on, have all become synonymous with the words inspiration and encouragement. So first question regarding your wonderful book. Chelsea Chambers finds herself in some pretty dire circumstances in your fictional story. As a pastor, you've counseled folks who aren't sure if they can hang on one more day. What do you say to them?
1: You know, you're right. I mean, I run into people all the time. Uh, In fact, just today I was was talking with someone who was really facing a tough time, and uh, I I, I usually find myself coming back and and sharing two or three things. Uh, One of them is I always encourage people not to give in to despair. Uh, Despair, to me, uh, means uh, no one understands what I mean, and I'll never get through it. Uh, Those are both lies. Uh, They're feelings. They're real feelings. I know we feel them deeply, but the truth is somebody does understand. Somebody else has been through this, and and you will get through it. Uh, It may not be quick. It may not be easy. It may take weeks. It may take years, but you will. You will get through it. These are promises that come from Scripture. Uh, God has said that he will lead us through the valley of the shadow of death. He won't just leave us there. He's the God who gets his people through things. So I, I think those two things, I say, now, somebody understands this. Maybe uh, there's a there's somebody on your block or in your church or in your family who has gone through this. Uh, so go find someone. Find somebody who can help you, who can speak from experience. Give in to this thought that you'll never get through it because that's the tool of the devil it really is i mean that is a tool of the devil he wants us to think we're stuck and we'll life will never get better anytime those thoughts surface a person needs to say that's from the devil i'm not taking that i'm not going to believe it i believe god is stronger than this and you know you may not be it may not be an easy day but behind every uh, storm cloud there's the sun just because the storm comes, it doesn't mean there's no sun. It just means that the that the sun is temporarily blocked. So hang in there; that storm cloud's going to pass, and you'll get through it.
0: Amen and amen. And back to the central character of your book, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Max Lucato, his latest great read, "The Miracle" at the Higher Grounds Cafe. Chelsea struggles with the thought that she's not good enough at praying that somehow God only listens to the really good prayers. How do you encourage people who feel this way?
1: Yeah, and and she is a a character in the book who, uh, you know, just because of some struggles that she's had, always saw herself as a, um, well, maybe other people get prayer and she doesn't, or maybe other people are just born spiritual and she's not. I I think there are many, many people like that. One of the beautiful things that that Jesus taught us about prayer is number one, uh, the power of the power of prayer is not in the one who says it but in the one who hears it. that the power of prayer never depends upon our eloquence or our sophistication. but the power of prayer simply depends upon God's willingness to hear. and he since he is willing to hear then we can uh, be confident in knowing that our, our prayers, Otherwise, uh, I think I think that there are certain things that will never change because they're solved, part of God's sovereign plan. But there are other things that we can change because God is involving us uh, in in the ongoing affairs of the world. We're His children, and He's equipping us, training us to to interact with Him. And so, so I, I don't underestimate the power of a simple prayer. The, the power of prayer is not in the one who says it, but in the one who hears it.
0: Beautifully said, beautifully said. Now, you are a born-again, spirit-filled Christian. You obviously believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm as I'm listening to you, you obviously believe in fighting for your faith, that sometimes it is a struggle. It's a, quote, fight to keep your faith. At the Higher Grounds Cafe in your book, a special Internet connection allows coffeehouse patrons to ask God their questions and receive written replies on the spot. It sounds pretty good, but minus that special internet connection, Pastor Max, how can the rest of us trust that God hears our prayers? How did you learn that lesson?
1: Wouldn't it be great if we could have an internet cafe where we could go (laughs) and interact with with God and... It's just a fanciful idea that I had. You know, there are times, though, in Scripture where God does something like He never did before. You know, there's a story in the Old Testament where He spoke through a donkey. Uh, there's a story in the New Testament when, when Jesus appeared to Saul, who became Paul, on the road to Damascus. And so uh, I don't think there's just a formula, a script for how God communicates with us. I think He has a variety of ways. But there are a couple of ways he always communicates with us. Uh, one of those is through Scripture. He does. He just talks to us through Scripture. So I, I think, as, uh, as predictable as this may sound, I just think that we have to first go to God's Word and receive our, uh, our instructions, our, our marching orders for each day. I think God talks to us through other people, uh, people who are walking with God. Uh, I think that the counsel of a wise person, it's very, very valuable. I believe some people can encourage us. They can correct us. They can instruct us. Uh, and, and, and I would, I would say that, that a lot of wisdom sits in our churches. And so if somebody's confused and they need wisdom, I go to a church and, and find somebody to help you. And then I, I also think that God speaks to us personally, uh, that he directs us. I, I, I sense every so often a nudging in my heart or a conviction. It's a bit uh, ethereal. Uh, it's a little hard to put a hand around, and um, and and so uh, you know. But I think people who have heard God speak know it when God speaks, and uh, I believe I believe God does speak to us. So, so those are three ways for sure that He speaks to us. Uh, I, I, don't, I can't say that I've ever been to a, a you know, higher grounds cafe and, where, where God was answering questions on the Internet. But if he ever offers, I'm going to be first in line to go there.
0: Well, you may just be starting something new. Do you realize this? This could go global. Um, how can they join the conversation and come alongside and get involved with your latest book? It just sounds like a lot of fun, a lot of answers, a lot of encouragement, a lot of hope.
1: Well, I, I do hope that this, this book would... You know, this kind of book uh, is, is simply a story. It's all it is. It's just a story in, out of a one person's imagination in which I'm saying, here's, here's how God might be at work. Here's what could happen. Let's enjoy a, this great holy privilege that we have to be called children of God. Fathers always want to communicate with their children. Let's look for every possible way for God to, to to listen to God. By the way, I had two great friends help me on this project: uh, Lee, uh, Candace Lee, and Eric Newman. Uh, they're screenwriters, screenplay writers. And uh, I got this book, uh, got it written, and uh, and then I thought, you know, I wish I could get input to some people who are who are really professionals at expanding a story, and so I enlisted the help of Candace and Eric, and, and they pretty well doubled the length of the book, and they added some characters. Oh. Uh, the main flow of the story, they didn't change, but they added some characters and some twists and turns that were just delightful, and so I, I really tipped the hat to to Candace and, and Eric.
0: Wow, well, so will we see this in the theaters anytime soon?
1: Well, I, I think that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I don't have any plans. No one's approached me, uh, but but uh, I think it'd be wonderful. Again, I, I, I love movies and I love stories. I just think there's such a dearth of uh, wholesome stories, you know? There, there, there's such a need for it. Uh, and, and stories that, that communicate just a good, healthy, wholesome, and happy message. There's so much misery in the world, and we don't need any more movies that tell us how bad the world is. But it would be good to have a few more that tell us how great God is.
0: Right. Well, that's the byline of the Testimony Radio program, Max, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. But the truth must first be told... For anything to change. And I think when that change comes, that's when the hope comes. You have given your life, your time, your resources uh, to share with the world over a hundred books now and every medium the hope that is in Christ Jesus, the hope that you found. Um, I'm reminded of a scripture in the book of John. If you try to save your life, you will lose it. But if you lose your life for Christ's sake, you will find it. And it seems that's what. You've done with your life, Pastor Lucato, for all of us. We are feasting on the riches that God has put within you and you're putting them on paper and in the movies and devotionals and everywhere anyone can get um the true the true gourmet menu of life through Christ. Last and very important question, how do you take your coffee? <laughs>
1: Just a little cream, please.
0: (laughs) Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Max Lucato, nationally acclaimed inspirational author and pastor. You can learn more about Max and get his latest great read, The Miracle, at the Higher Grounds Cafe by going to maxlucato.com. Pastor Max, it has truly been an honor having you on testimony. God bless you as you continue to encourage us all for His glory and the healing and saving of our nation. God bless you and thank you.
1: Well, Jen thank you very much. It's really been a treat.
0: Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time.